You're listening to Leading and Learning. This is the place where we talk about practical leadership, theology, fitness, how to create winning habits, and so much more. My name is David Spell, and I'm a retired police officer, a pastor, a New Testament scholar, and a leadership coach. My goal on leading and learning is to help you live your best life. Thanks so much for joining us today. Welcome back to Leading and Learning. This is episode number 326, Where Do I Start in Becoming an Author? You know, I've, I've, I've mentioned, in fact, I did a podcast a couple of weeks ago um, giving an excerpt from my upcoming book, and whenever I'm getting close to publication, and for the record, I'm probably uh, less than two weeks out from being able to publish, but whenever I get to that point and start talking about it, I always get questions about the process. Either people write in or people that I have contact with throughout the day. You know, when we, we talk and, you know, what are you working on now? And I'll say, hey, you know, I've got another book coming out. And, 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 and there's always this, this question of what's the process? How do I get started? If I wanted to be an author, what would I do to get started. How would I go about this? So that's what we're going to address in this episode and maybe next episode as well, is how do I get started? Where do I begin? Because it can be a daunting task. You walk through a bookstore, you look on Amazon, and there's thousands and thousands, maybe even millions of books. And, you know, we look at that and we go, oh, that's just, you know, I could never do that. But reality is most people could, but we need to break it down into... Uh, a manageable process, bite-sized pieces, and that's what hopefully I'm going to give you today. Uh, Before we do that, I want to let you know that this episode of Leading and Learning is brought to you by my last book, Storm Clouds Rising, a Chuck McCain novel, book one. Storm Clouds Rising was was the first book in the second series that that, that I'm working on. I've got book two getting ready to come out, Between Duty and Destiny, be talking more about that as we, we move forward. But if you want to get ready for book two, what better place to start than book one? This is a fast-paced thriller. Lots of action. In fact, I think what you'll find, and what I've actually had people tell me, is it's like reading the news in some ways because some of the the, the stuff, some of the, the ideas that I'm probing and, and, and de- crises that I'm dealing with in the novel kind of come out of the news. And so um, I'm not going to give any of the plot away, but I think if you you start reading it, probably within the first chapter, you'll figure out pretty quick that um, you know sometimes the uh, the truth is stranger than fiction. So um, by all means, check out Storm Clouds Rising. Um, you know, fantastic book, fast paced, uh, lots of great action. Uh, people love the characters, and if you if you read the Zombie Terror War series, this actually is a, a lot of the same characters, but we're projecting out a couple of years and. Now we're dealing with some other things besides um, a bioterror virus that created zombies. So anyway, check out Storm Clouds Rising. There'll be a link in the show notes. You can read the first part of the chapter for free and uh, kind of get a feel for it. But click buy because I know you'll really like it. So back to the question, where do I start in becoming an author? And the, the first thing that I always ask is, what is it that you're wanting to write? Well, you know, I've got this idea for a story. Okay, so a novel. Fiction. 
Um, and, 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 you know, what's the genre? Is it, is it a mystery? Is it a romance? Um, is it Christian fiction? Is it historical fiction? Uh, what, what is it? What, what, are, what are we writing? And, and, and so it's good to just kind of narrow down what is your genre. For others, it might be nonfiction. You might want to teach people something. You might want to teach them how to garden. You might want to teach someone how to play the guitar. Uh, it might be some type of how-to book. You might want to do a, a nonfiction book on leadership, or I've, I've written some on biblical studies and some study guides for, for books of the Bible and you know done kind of a deep dive in, in some cases. So there's all different kinds of things you can write. Or even a third genre, and there's probably many more than this, but this is kind of a good three categories. The third one is memoirs. You know, maybe you, there's something in your life that other people would be interested in writing about. Uh, I was a police officer for almost 30 years, so, so I've got two books of true stories from my police career, Street Cop and Street Cop 2, Reloaded. And these these are true stories. These are examples of memoirs. So um, you may have, you know, memoirs that, that, that you want to write. Maybe you've got a story to tell. Maybe you went through some traumatic things in your life and, and you might want to talk about how you came out on the other side. Or, you know, maybe you had an incredible, uh, you know, career in law enforcement or incredible career as a nurse or uh, maybe you served in the military and you've got some stories to tell. Well, people love to read about people. People love stories. And if you can tell a story, you'll probably create a book that people are going to want to read. So so let's, let's talk about what your genre is. And so um, I'm going to start off talking a little bit about fiction. We're going to talk about fiction because that's actually the last couple of questions that I've fielded in the last, I don't know, week or two have had to do with fiction. And in both cases, the people were like, you know, I've got an idea for a story, but I just don't know what to do with it. So the first thing I would ask is, who is your audience? Who are you writing to? And it's good to kind of focus on that. I mean, I typically have a couple of people in mind when I'm writing a book. And in my mind, I'll think, well, they're going to enjoy this or they're going to enjoy that. And, and the reason I do that is I understand that everybody isn't an audience. Everybody is not an audience because everybody's not going to read everything. And so it's a specific audience for you. So who is your audience? Um, if it's your mom, that's fine. Um, but, uh, you know, who, who are you writing to? And it's good to kind of think that through because, you know, let's face it, again, even within the genres, there's subgenres. I mean, there's a young adult there's, uh, you know, more mature uh, type writings. So, you know, it's just kind of narrowing it down. Who are you writing to? And, I, and again, I've got a couple of people in mind, specific people, that, that enjoy what I write, and they're who I'm kind of thinking about as I'm writing a story, as I'm writing a novel. And thankfully, a lot of other people like it too. And, uh, you know, and I get paid every month. But it, it's more than um, just saying, well, it's, it's for everybody. Now, here's another question, and, and, and again, right now, we're just asking some questions. You've said, how do I get started? So we're just kind of asking some probing questions. First of all, what are you writing? What's your genre? What, what, what kind of thing are we working on here? And then the second thing is, who's your audience? Who are you writing to? Who do you see in your mind when you're sitting in front of the computer typing? 
Um, the third one is, this is kind of an interesting question, how many similar books to what you want to write have you read? Now, this is a fascinating question because, believe it or not, I've actually talked to people who want to be authors, but they don't like to read. And I just kind of shake my head because, honestly, if you're not a reader, I guess there's probably a you know exception somewhere, but, but reality is if you're not a reader, you're probably not going to be a very good writer. What I find is the people who are the best read, the people who have the broadest base of whatever it is that they're writing, um, really, it, it's going to help them so much. So, so what I mean is, before I wrote the Zombie Terror War series, which is a six-book series, um, you know, from you know, kind of start to finish, the, the the virus was introduced by terrorists, and then it goes up to to book six, where the crisis is kind of brought under control. So, six books dealing with a crisis, and um, before I wrote that series, I read. I, I'm just was thinking earlier, trying to think, probably 40, 50, maybe 60 zombie books. And, you know, there's 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 tropes. There's different ways that the zombies are, are, are treated in literature, and everybody tries to have a different take on it. And, you know, and, and my take was a little bit different. You know, the, 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 the reviewers that I had on Amazon seemed to like it. So, um, but, but, you know, because I had that base, I had an idea of where I wanted to go. I didn't want to be like everybody else, but obviously in some ways I wasn't going to reinvent the wheel either. So um, it's good to do some reading. Um, if you're going to write a nonfiction book on something, it's probably good to see what else is on the market out there and, uh, you know, read some of those books. Um, if you're not a reader, again, I think you're going to have a very difficult time being an author. All right, so the next one I want to mention is this. We're talking about how do I get started? Where do I start? Well, if you're going to write a story, we're going to talk about fiction for, for a few minutes. If you're, going to, if you're going to write a story, what I would encourage you to do is sit down and write a one or two, no more than that, um, page synopsis of your story. I would say sit down in front of the computer and write... This is, this is the basic story. If you can do it in one page, that's great. Because this is just a synopsis, but it's going to give you the beginnings of a roadmap of where you want to go. What is your story going to be about? And I do this every time. I typically sit down, and, I, and I'm not trying to outline every single little plot detail, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to provide a synopsis, and I'm going to put down the main or the big plot uh, points that I'm going to to develop as I write this story. And it always helps me because when I see it in front of me, it, it begins to give me an idea of where I want to go. The next thing that we want to do, and this is, this is always fun, is put a character list together. Who are the characters that you're going to be working with in your novel? And I would say right up front, if you've got your synopsis, and you know you you've got an idea of where you're going to start and an idea of where you're going to finish. Now things can change, but you know we're talking about you know kind of a preliminary synopsis here. You've also got to have an idea of who your characters are going to be. Who's going to be the heroes? Who's going to be the villains? Um, who are going to be the victims? Uh, how, however you want to work it out, depending on what kind of genre you're writing for, who are going to be the people? that are going to capture our attention. It's not the story 
that captures our attention as much as it is the characters and how they interact within that story. So if you don't have great characters, you can have the best story idea in the world, but it's just probably going to fall flat because it's the characters within the story that really pull us in. So put a character list together, at least your main characters. What I find is I always have my main characters, but as I go along, I realize, well, you know, I need a character here. I need I need somebody else. And then I can go back and add to the list and, and create the character. I keep a, I'll go back when I add them, I'll go back and put it on my character list. And and I and I typically will also give them some background. Who is this person? Um, you know, if you're writing a romance, you know, is you know, she's a second grade teacher who's, you know, been divorced twice and she's looking for love, but she's been burned because her last guy cheated on her and, you know, whatever. Give some backstory. You don't have to even tell all of it in the story or you can leak it out a little bit at a time. But when I'm writing my character list, I'm putting background with my characters because I write thrillers and action, suspense, that kind of thing. You know, a lot of my characters have maybe a military or law enforcement background, but but I'll, I'll, I'll write it out. Where, where did they serve? What did they do? So put your character list together. And what you'll find is the character list is what is really going to help you as you move forward. Um, you know, don't forget the bad guys. If, you, if you're writing about, you know, any kind of um, fiction where there's got to be a bad guy, then, you know, by all means, make them bad. And uh, put your character list together. And then the next thing that you're going to want to do, talking about getting started. How do you get started? Is... Ask yourself, what research do I need to do? Should I do some research first, or should I go ahead and start writing? Um, what I find is some books I've actually sat down and just started writing because I knew how I wanted to get started. And as the story progressed, I would have to stop and do some research. And when we talk about research, we're talking about developing your plot points. Um, if you're writing a book about the uh, CIA, well, what do you really know about the CIA? Not what you saw in a movie, but, you know, go in and do a little bit of research. Um, you know, if you're writing a historical novel of a mail-order bride in the, the, the 1870s, what do you actually know about that period of history? So you're going to have to do some research. So, so it's interesting to, to, to put the character list together and then start doing our research. And this is where, you know, you want to look at what other books are out there like yours. Um, what do you need to learn about the subject? This particular book, actually the last two that, that I've written, um, the one that I recommended earlier, Storm Clouds Rising, and this one, um, I actually did quite a bit of research from uh, some different news stories that, are, that, are, that have been floating around for the past couple of years, but also um, even some other areas where, where I wasn't real sure as I was looking at uh, in the area of espionage and kind of seeing... Um, how that's worked out and seeing some of the threats against America. And so I went in and did a lot of research, perused a lot of websites and, you know, dug through a lot of news articles and, and got some great material that I was able to use and mold and, 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 and make a part of what I was writing. So the research is good. Now, the next thing we want to talk about is actually getting started. You know, uh, I, was, I was talking to somebody recently, and they were saying, you know, I've had this story for a couple of years, but I just haven't done anything. I said, well, you know, listen, my suggestion is just sit down and start writing. Well, you know, what kind of software do you use? Look, it doesn't matter what kind of software I use. Just sit down and start writing. Um, for the record, I use Scrivener, but 
honestly, if you if all you've got is Microsoft Word or Google Documents, the, the thing is, at some point, you've got to sit down and start writing. Um, at some point, it's better to sit down and just get going. Go ahead and start dumping your thoughts on paper. Start telling the story. We can always go back and change it. We can always go back and fix it, and that's what the second and third and fourth and fifth uh, reads and revisions are for. But uh, by all means, get started writing. Because here's here's the thing. Uh, it, it's important to know what your genre is. Obviously, that's going to help you get started. It's important to know who your audience is. Um, it's important that you have read some books um, similar to what you're going to be writing about. Um, it's important that you have a synopsis of your story. And it's really important that you have a character list. Um, because, again, that's really going to help you as you go forward. And probably do some research, but don't let that hold you back. At some point, you pull the trigger, you sit in front of the computer, and you start Once Upon a Time or whatever, however you want to start your novel. But get started writing. And if you have to stop and do more research, if you have to stop and create more characters, that's fine. But get started writing. And as you do that, as the story starts to flesh it out, now it starts to come together. And, you know, what I find is when I read a really, really good story, when I read a great novel, because I'm, I'm writing that type of thing now, I have so much more appreciation for the author because I know how hard it truly is. Um, that, first tra- that first draft of just dumping it out onto the, the, the screen and then going back and, and, and molding it like an artist sculpt is a sculptor, chipping away. Okay, this this doesn't sound good. Let me rephrase this. Um, okay, I don't need this scene after all, and you cut it out. Um, oh, I definitely need something else here, and you add something else, and then you you know you get your sandpaper sandpaper out, and you 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 sift it, and you sand it off to to get up the the the, the rough edges away, and making it smooth. And so that's what we're doing. So when you read a a well crafted story, know that it's it's a work of art. It's something people have worked on, the author has worked on, and worked on and worked on. Now, here's, here's the other question, and we'll get ready to wrap up, and we'll talk more about this next week. We'll, talk, uh, we'll move to one of the other genres. But um, as, we, as we wrap up, you know, one of the questions I have is, and I had this one last week, is do you outline the entire novel? And I don't, but that's not to say I'm right or wrong. Other people do. I've talked to authors who will outline the entire story. Before they write their story, before they write their novel, they will go through and they will create an outline. That's not to say it can't change as they go, but they have everything outlined. Um, for me, it's, it's and so many other authors that I know, it's I know where I want to start and I've got a pretty good idea of where I want to end. And I might even have some destinations in the middle, but there's a whole lot of stuff I haven't worked out yet. And it all seems to come together if I'm willing to put in the time the effort, and discipline myself to sit in front of the computer and actually do the work of writing. Well, I'm going to stop there. Um, We'll come back next week and we'll talk some more about how you get started. We've talked today about fiction, um, giving you an idea of where to start and write in your novel, but maybe you don't want to write fiction. Maybe you want to write a nonfiction book or, or even a set of memoirs. We'll talk a bit about that next week. And uh, if you've got any questions or comments before then, go to davidspell.com. Leave your question or comment in the 
comment section for today's post. Well, friends, thanks for being with me, and I'll see you next week on Leading and Learning. Thank you.